Mavs lose 97 to 98. Josh Green, big night. Luka Doncic, just 22 points. Bones Highland, big night. This game sucked, but we're going to let out some frustration and then just see what the heck happened. On today's Locked on Mavs. Doncic, and this is Locked on Mavs. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Welcome to Lockdown Maps. This is one of your co-hosts, Isaac Harris, contributor at Maps.com, Studio 41 for the Mavs. The freak, the corner three, whatever you want to uh list as something I contribute to. I don't have a fun name today given to me by Nick because Nick is traveling to be with family this week. So uh, you're going to be hanging out with me uh, this week. Maybe some friends as we cover the Mavs this Thanksgiving week. But today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Whoo! Frustrating, frustrating loss. There's no other way around it. I think maybe in this first segment, we can just like let out all the frustrations together. And then we can kind of just walk through the game a little bit of kind of what we're, what went wrong. Got to make sure we can talk today. Um, speaking of that, if you're watching on YouTube, you know the drill. Leave something, uh, leave something below. Leave anything below. But actually, the comment section is always popping off after losses because we just all want to air out all of our frustrations and blame everybody what you know how do we slice in the blame pie today who are we handing out the uh since so it's thanksgiving week you baking a, a blame pie in the oven a pumpkin pie who's getting the biggest piece of the pie right now is it the coaching staff jason kidding them uh kind of took credit not really credit i guess uh took uh blame after the game uh, that it's it's up to him and the coaching staff to have him better prepared. Is it the front office? Is it the players? Is it a certain player? Uh, who are you giving the biggest piece of the pie right now? Leave it in the comments below. Who are you putting the most blame uh, on this game? Because man, it was frustrating. So frustrating. Like let's just let's just go through the frustrating things. Let's just get it off our chest. Let's just do this. Let's just throw out some things together that you're frustrated about. Um, Let's just start right off the top with what the heck happened at halftime because you know they're like hey Luca hits the 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 shimmy three pointer at the buzzer and your height he's celebrating he runs through the locker room you're like let's do this it's exciting then Tim McMahon tweets during the game it's like hey actually they reviewed it psych it's coming back there's not counting it because he stepped out of bounds now, I I feel like he still didn't even step out, but, you know, who cares? I'm just a normal little dude over here. Comes back, and they're like, hey, they're going to play replay the end of the second quarter, the last two seconds, and uh, Denver's going to get the ball around like half court, play the two seconds, and then, bam, we're just going to start the third quarter. They come out at halftime. Denver runs. <laughs> uh, they run the play. Conchar hits the three, the 50-foot 
I don't know, half court shot, whatever it is. Um, they go nuts. And I literally am just sitting there saying, of course, of course that would happen. One of the craziest plays this season, because you know what? It's the maps. This is what it feels like to watch the maps play basketball, especially this year. Because, and I'm like, it's inevitable that the map, like they're like destined to lose this game. Right. Um, and Nick is texting me right now as I'm recording this pod. I'm about to just call him and be like, get on the pod. You should have to do a pod with me after a dumb game like this. Um, But you know what? I was like, are they destined to lose this game? They almost felt like they were. But the most frustrating thing about this loss is we lost another freaking game whenever the other team doesn't have their best players. Not only their best player, but their second best player too. It's like literally they're down to they're bones like it's just bones highland sorry i had to get a dad joke in there that's just all they're down to and bones went off tonight for 29 points and bones was a minus 12 in this game he had 29 they won so however you feel about freaking plus minus dads um so that was frustrating uh another thing that was just confusing christian wood 17 minutes my guy was uh Super bummed <laughs> in the second half. I was texting some people about it, and especially the fourth quarter. I mean, Jason Kidd literally played Davis Bertans over Christian Wood. So I don't know how you feel about that. I know how some of you feel about Christian Wood, um, which is very highly, very high. Um, but, you know, Bertans hit four threes in this game. He had a stretch there. That was, he was pretty hot. And um, Christian Wood. Um, Christian Wood took his second shot of the game with 340 left in the third quarter. And I'm like, he had one shot attempt at halftime. He ended up playing 17 minutes in this game. He had five points, just never found a groove. Uh, it wasn't foul trouble. Uh, how many fouls did he have tonight? Uh, he had one foul, so was not foul trouble. Seven boards, just they're, they clearly just have a different view of what Christian Wood's role is than I think a lot of the fan base. And, you know, I think I'm split down the middle on it. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to get into the little Christian Wood conversation right now. Um, Tim Hardaway having the ultimate green light of green lights. Um, he missed uh, pretty much every shot he took tonight outside of his two free throws. But uh, 0 for 9 from the field, 0 for 5 from 3. Just... I mean, he's just chucking. All right. It's like, I, I got this. It is Timmy time. Um, hmm. Just making sure there's no breaking news on my phone as I'm recording this. Cause this type of pod you get from me when Nick's out, it's, you know, we're just going to chill and hang out. We're going to talk about this game and uh, I'm going to feel like I'm just talking to somebody on the phone a little bit. Got to have some ads. Dad's do the ads all week. <laughs> Let's go um so this should be uh this should be a little fun here but you know that was frustrating um you know what was not frustrating josh green i'll talk about josh green later because that was an awesome point of the uh, game all game uh, i'm gonna be honest right now what was really frustrating is how many times luka dodge is gonna fall on the ground and just and then just stand there or sit there my bad not stand just sit there on the ground and like look at the ref um we got to get my guy up on the floor up up uh, you know, standing up and running back down the floor. I get it. He gets fouled. They don't call it every time, but he's got to stand up and run back and help his team play defense. There you go. Just speaking truth right now. Um, sorry if you're, if you can't hear anything, 
um, criticizing Luca. Might need to turn the pot off. But um, trying to think of anything else. I mean, obviously Reggie didn't have a good game. He was a, Reggie was a minus twenty five in twenty five minutes. Um, one of five from the field. Uh, the only shot he hit was a three pointer. You know, him and Dorian both. Their three point shot attempts were down. Only nine nine attempts combined. Uh, when you know what was two games ago, uh, Dorian shot thirteen threes on his own. Uh, they only hit two threes combined tonight as a duo. So kind of frustrating. Um, but you know what? That is kind of part of, yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back talking the maps. This podcast is brought to you by better help. I don't know about you guys, but those Valley moments in life, even sometimes those mountaintop moments in life, the ones that define who you are, that you look back on life and say, man, that was one of the defining moments of my life. I wish I had help through those moments. I wish I had some guidance. I wish sometimes, as BetterHelp likes to say, I wish I had a manual to help get me through some of those moments. And that's where BetterHelp comes into play. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with that user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, new relationship, or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills with makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. That's a great analogy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Go to betterhelp.com slash locked on MBA. That's betterhelp.com slash locked on MBA. All right, I'm back. Let's talk about some good stuff. All right. Aired out some frustrations there in the first segment. Just got it all off her chest. And, uh, Let's talk about some good stuff. Josh Green, literally a career night for Josh Green. Plays 30 minutes in this game off the bench. Eight of nine from the field. Six of seven. Six threes in this game from Josh Green. Let's go. This is what we've been wanting. This has been the key to Josh Green's, literally his career, is he had that like clunky, slow, however you want to define his three-point shot over the first few years of his career. That's what it was, all right? And then here we are now. It looks so he he's so confident. It looks so smooth. He even had one three tonight where he looked like a JJ Reddick coming off a screen. I'm like, what what are you? You're shooting an off balance sideways three. He's getting great elevation on it now. Which you know before go back and look at some of his you know his three pointers before they almost look like a smaller like set shot type of thing. It wasn't a full set shot, but he didn't get you know that much air on it on his threes. It feels like he's jumping higher in those threes now. It just he it just looks so much smoother, and uh, he has six of those tonight. That that is huge for this team. You know, Chris Herring uh, tweeted out during the game, great basketball follow on NBA Twitter about just how key for this Mavericks team. It you know if, if Josh Green can become a reliable shooter, and it feels like this season he you know so far we're under fifteen games here, but it feels like he is taking um, that step. Right. It feels like he actually we're right at 15 games. I think um, it feels like he has taken that step as an outside shooter that all the talk we heard about over the offseason. But I'm working on a shot, busting his butt, MVP of the offseason. And it feels like it's coming to fruition now. He's bearing the fruit. All right. Uh, let's do it. Can we do a sermon analogy? 
we should do it. But um, but no, six threes tonight for for Josh Green. Twenty three points, career high for him. He's plus thirteen off the bench, and it really, you know, these rotations for Dallas, they're they're kind of based off uh, having the two scores off the bench, Tim Hardaway, Christian Wood. And tonight they had their two scores off the bench, but it was not those guys. It's like, how in the world did this happen? It was Davis Bertans who hit four threes of his own. Josh Green, Davis Bertans come out for 10 threes in this game. Pretty crazy. Um, it's kind of depressing when you look at it and say, all right, well, other Mavericks only hit five threes. So 15 to 42 from the uh, three-point line for the Mavs tonight as a team. And Bertans, Josh Green hit 10 of those. So awesome. Bertans had 15 points. Uh, really, at times, it felt like Josh Green and Bertans was just carrying the team. Like, all right, cool. Can anybody else do anything? Um, the other two guys off the bench, even though I said I was going to keep this positive, uh, Tim Hardaway, Christian Wood. Tim Hardaway, like I said earlier, didn't hit a shot. Christian Wood hit two shots in this game. So uh, they Hardaway and Christian Wood were combined, 2 of 12 from the field, 0 of 5 from 3. Christian Wood obviously didn't take a 3 in this game. Uh, combined 7 points between the two of them. That um, that sucks. Not very good, right? Like, And, um, you know, I found it really interesting. So, you know, JaVale plays 10 minutes in this game. Obviously, Maxi's still out. Um, with the, you know his his back injury there, but Javale plays ten minutes. Davis Bertans plays fourteen minutes. Christian Wood plays seventeen minutes. Dwight Powell plays twenty minutes. Um, we didn't see a lot of Christian Wood late, even in the second half. I'm clicking on the second half minutes here just to make sure I got it right. Christian Wood in the second half played seven minutes. Christian Wood in the fourth quarter played ba ba da ba one minute and fifty one seconds. Um, yeah, it's tough. You know, it, it's tough, especially, you know, I was watching in that game, you know, what I was telling myself, I'm like, man, Jason Kidd really needs to win this game because, uh, if not, you lose to this Nuggets team without Jokic, without Jamal Murray, without Aaron Gordon too. Uh, and you're not playing Christian Wood late, um, who is, you know, probably your best, your second best scorer on the team outside of Luca. Uh, I would put Dinwiddie right there with him. Um, it's just tough, you know, it's, it's tough for the fans to see that and say, all right, why, you know, how are we losing this game? If, you know, Christian Woods not on the floor, um, you know, I'll talk about Dinwiddie's you know, injury in a little bit, but you know, they lost the third quarter again, you know, they only put up 18 points there in the third quarter, Denver put up 24. Um, I don't have the stats in front of me about how many third quarters they've lost this year, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, uh, it's been a decent amount. All right. So, um, I know this is the fifth time that they've played a team. Uh, fifth fifth loss uh, in which you know these teams are missing their best players and I don't I love how I said at the beginning of the segment this is going to be like a um, an encouraging part let's talk about the positives but here we are I don't know if we want to put this on coaching or not uh, I don't know where you feel on that when we talk about the the pieces of blame pie that I was talking about earlier but um, you know how how do you describe the, all right, is it a player's thing? Is it a coach's thing about the not being able to get up for the um, for the teams missing their best players? It just feels like there's not that sense of urgency or there's a different game plan. We got to figure that out. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is to that. It just feels like one of those things where, all right, it's more than missing shots, right? It's more than, hey, we're just not getting the shots to go down. It feels like there's a little bit more to it. and. It's just another one of those games 
uh, in which that happened. So, um, yeah, that was frustrating, but it was good to see that from Josh Green. It's good to see that from, from Bertons. We haven't seen Davis very much this year. So to see that uh, he can still shoot the lights out and be the Latvian laser and uh, have some fun moments there. You know, it was almost for Denver, they're almost just dying on the vine there of, hey, we're just going to keep doubling Luca, all right? I mean, from the, from the top, they were uh, doubling Luca and saying, hey, we're just going to put you, uh, we're going to dare, you know, your teammates to beat you. We've seen a lot of other teams start to do that at the end of the games in these fourth quarters. And Denver said, uh, kind of from the start, we're going to do this early on and dare the other guys to beat, uh, to beat us. And, uh, they want out on that, right? Like, I mean, that and, uh, even to the, I, I was laughing because when Bertons was hitting a couple threes there, they were still doubling Luca and just leaving Bertons open. I'm like, all right, they just, they don't give a crap. They're just like, we'll play the odds, you know? And uh, eventually Bertons missed that three. If he would hit that, last heat check three y'all know the one i'm talking about i think they would just have to call timeout because the mavs bench was going nuts like tim and theo were already near near the like scores table and um tim was probably like hey can i shoot the ball and that's you know it would have been a fun moment if he if he hit the three but he didn't uh he did hit four threes in this game but uh honestly that's <laughs> is it bad if i say that's the only like positive from this game because when you look at the other stuff, you're, you're like, you just start to get more frustrated because, I mean, these are the starters for the for the Nuggets. Michael Porter Jr., which I don't know how I feel about him. I mean, he's supposed to be like another star for them in the making, and I, I just, I'm not impressed right now. And um, Jeff Green played five minutes in this game, and he hurt his, hurt his leg going up for a dunk. DeAndre Jordan is like 98 years old, and he pulled down 17 rebounds in this game. So uh, that was cool. Uh, KCP played 38 minutes in this game. Bruce Brown, Bones Highland. I'll talk about him in a second. Um, I thought Christian Brown played some good minutes. Zeke Nashi, shout out to him talking some smack to Luca. I'm like, um, Nashi, I don't know if I want to be that guy talking smack to Luca. And obviously, Conchar and, and all of that. But they, they just didn't have an answer for Bones. Like, they had zero answer for bones highland and that's the frustrating part if you're a denver nuggets fan tonight you man, how much are, are you loving this win you're loving this win loving seeing bones do his thing but for dallas i mean they had no answer for him especially in you know the second half he had 21 of his point 21 of his 29 points in the second half i'll hit all six of his free throws um three of five from three in the second half and it's like can we figure this crap out like can we figure out how to how to how to defend him um, let's go back and look at some of the other things about the game though. You know, um, going into, I was pretty hyped about it. This is why you don't count your chickens before they hatch. I guess I'm saying that right. I don't have Nick to check me on my sayings. I'm sure y'all will in the comments, but, um, I was already like, Hey, this is gonna be awesome. Beating the nuggets twice. It's probably going to be a team that we're going to be fighting for and fighting with in the standings at the end of the year to have these two wins over them. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's why you don't count. This is why you don't predict the schedules. You that's why you don't do the blog post. Hey, predicting coming up next, we're going to predict wins or losses for the next 10 games for the Mavericks and tell you how the Mavericks are going to be seven and three coming up. No, don't do that. Don't do that. You'll never know because this game right here, another proof once again that you can never count. A victory before it's victory um luca it was tough for him tonight because once again he was arguing a lot with the refs 
thought he was getting fouled. He did get fouled multiple times that they didn't call it. Um, this is just one of those games where I feel I I found myself getting a little bit more frustrated with him a little bit of like, all right, we gotta gotta kind of wrap the the winding up and let's just get down the floor and just play bully ball and uh, take it right back at Bruce Brown. You know, just get it in the post, do your thing, and um, you know he picked up two fouls in the, in the first quarter. Uh, I also want to give a little bit of credit to Denver too, because, you know, they got the crap blown out of them the other night in Dallas, you know, two nights ago, and they had a whole different energy. They had a whole different vibe about them of, Hey, we're a professional basketball team too. So, uh, we don't want to lose this game and we don't get blown out again. We have some pride. So, uh, yeah. Um, so for them, you know, they, they just had a whole different vibe about them. They tried harder. Um, felt like they were just, uh, on a string kind of at times, you know, Dallas didn't hit neither one of the teams hit a hundred points in this game, but this podcast is also brought to you by prize picks. Now prize picks is one of our friends. We talk about them all the time. You know what prize picks is? What do you love about fantasy basketball? What do you, do you love the, like the typical games format? Do some of y'all play in leagues? Because I tried it. Didn't work out for me. And I'm like, all right, I can't do fantasy basketball, even though I watch more NBA than anything in my life. I was like, hey, I need something easier to play. This is where prize picks comes into play. Pick two to six players, and if they go score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money. That's kind of a lot on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. Includes NBA, NFL, pretty much I'm not going to list off all these because pretty much anything you want to <laughs> put money down on in prize picks, they got it. Download prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars with promo code locked on. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on to sign up. For an instant deposit, match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com. They forced the Mavs to go zone. You know, I know Jason Kidd not so long ago joked that, hey, like about them going zone because they can't guard anybody on the perimeter. Um, you know, it's just frustrating, right? <laughs> like you're playing a team without, you know, Jokic Murray, Aaron Gordon, and uh, all right, we got to play zone. And um, yeah, I'm just going to leave that alone. <sighs> talked about the halftime thing. Um, talked about Christian Wood's shot thing. Um, honestly, I'm just going through my notes here. Dan Woody's injury. Man, I got really worried for a second because it, it didn't, it was weird because he was like holding his like upper arm, but it wasn't, you know, wasn't in the collarbone area. Um, you know, immediately he's grabbing his arm. Like, all right, did you dislocate it? Did you, you know what, what's happening? He was in a lot of pain. I'm instantly thinking about him like, dude, this is going to suck for him because, you know, he's went through so much injury stuff. If it's a long term injury, then I was thinking about the team. Like we literally have nobody else that can uh, play point guard unless you, you know, unless you have a Faku, you know, poster on your wall. So uh, I was really bummed. He, he, you know, addressed the media after game and saw some you know, quotes and stuff coming out about that, that they popped his shoulder back in place. He downplayed it and all of that. So, um, you know, they got a couple of days off before, uh, before Boston, uh, right there before Thanksgiving, got a little travel in there. So hopefully it's enough time for him to be healthy and good to go. But, um, yeah, that's kind of scary. He wasn't in there. In those, you know, the last play there. And, um, 
Yeah, that was, that was a big bummer. And uh, they couldn't defend, you know, late. You know, Denver, uh, obviously, Michael Porter Jr. hit his only three of the game. Uh, super late in this game. It was a huge bucket for them. And, uh, you know, Dallas, it was <laughs> there was some confusion late because, you know, Luka gets the rebound on one, <laughs> on one of those shots, but he takes a dribble. So then they, you know, there's this whole thing, like when they take the ball and all this stuff. Um, he gets the ball. Then he gets fouled by Bruce Brown. But it's like the delayed foul. And I, I get why they're frustrated because they're like, hey, we, we need a couple more seconds. And they should have had a couple more seconds. But the ref was so delayed when he called the foul that they didn't give the seconds back. Bruce Brown tries to do the take, you know, not take foul, tries to foul him on purpose kind of at the top of the key uh, to kind of just break the rhythm of the play there because they had a foul to give. And he fouls him with like five, seven seconds left. But Luca takes another dribble to gets into the paint. And it's like, then they blow the whistle and say, oh, no, 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 Bruce Brown fouled him. Well, the problem is it, it got down to three seconds. And that's when he blew the whistle for a foul that took place two seconds ago. But they didn't put the two seconds back on the clock. Therefore, Dallas only had three seconds. Luca had to shoot this um, bomb three at the buzzer. Looked good, honestly. Uh, rimmed out. Then obviously him, Cuban, everybody was complaining about uh, they should have two more seconds on the clock for Luca to do a couple more dribbles and take a 30 foot shot again. So, um, or actually he probably would have been doubled and it would have been Dorian or Reggie or somebody else taking a three and it could have been different. I don't know. Those two seconds would have helped though. So, um, yeah, just a frustrating loss. They had no reason losing this game. No reason. They should not have lost it. Um, these are the losses that come back to haunt you sometimes, uh, they looking back at the end of the season saying, dang, how do we lose to this team without this player? How do we lose to the, and this is, you know, I think this is one of the worst ones that not the Rockets, no Rockets, whatever, but at least for this one, you had basically your whole team, right? Like at least for this one, Luca played and they were missing three players, Jokic, Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon. If you uh, don't remember me listing off those players, um, but yeah, now Dallas has a few days left uh, before the last game before Thanksgiving. Uh, obviously, they'll, they'll travel to Boston coming up. Boston literally, I mean, if not the best team, one of the best teams in the league. And um, really curious to see how they bounce back from that. I want to see some rotation stuff in this game. I mean, coming out of this game, um, where are they at with Christian Wood? Like, what what, is, what does that look like? Um how long do they wait for, for Reggie Bullock to come back to his normal self? I am continuing to, you know, to preach patience with that. Um, Josh Green playing so well is such a good thing for this team. So uh, I hate that that's getting overshadowed a little bit, but they got to figure out that. They got to figure out if Dinwiddie can't go uh, for this Boston game, where are they going to get their playmaking from? Who's going to, who else is going to handle the ball? I'm sure they'll figure that out. But uh, yeah, you get me tomorrow. I'm really curious what we're going to talk about tomorrow. I'll ask the intern what we should uh, talk about tomorrow. Um, but yeah, as I said, Nick's out this week. So uh, we get to party and uh, see if we can bring some friends on. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about some trades because you know what? It's Black Friday on Friday. Everybody's just shopping for the, for those good deals. So I think we're going to do a pod sometime in the next few days of the best bargain trade possibilities around the league. Because you all know, you all know I love trades. So uh, you get me on a on, on a pod, even without Nick, I'm just going to go like trade nuts. So I'm just going to start posting random trades. But uh, thanks for hanging in there after a loss. It's been good.
Let's do this again tomorrow. Peace out. Boom.